Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Workship Books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We start this day humbly, acknowledging that our thoughts, words and actions have not always been a true reflection of the light and life of God in our workplaces. And we start this day with hope. Because God's mercy is new every morning and God promises us grace for each new day. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 19, verses 1 to 6. The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, night after night they reveal knowledge. They have no speech, they use no words, no sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, God has pitched a tent for the sun. It is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is deprived of its warmth. Our Bible reading for today is from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 9 to 14 where the wise teacher talks about our work and God's purposes. Hear the word of the Lord. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. A wise man once told me that God grabs our attention in two ways, through suffering and through beauty. 
There is much written about God's voice being heard in suffering, but I have heard less about the call of God through beauty. Through the centuries, Christians have been at the forefront of meeting the challenges and causes of suffering in all its forms to all sorts of peoples. In the Middle Ages and into the Renaissance, we saw Christians at the forefront of the arts and architecture. However, it feels like that movement has lessened. Our appreciation of the aesthetic as people of faith has failed to maintain its theological foundation. We may feel embarrassed at the excesses of beauty or concerned about its expense or worried that a focus on that might distract us from God. My friend Imogen sees beauty and loves beautiful things and she uses this gift in many ways, including in the workplace. I asked her how she mingles beauty and work, and she wrote the following reflection. I gravitate towards beauty. I seem to be irresistibly attracted to beautiful things. When I find beauty, I want to surround myself with it, wrap myself in it, and wallow gloriously in whatever that particular thing is. I tend to appropriate beauty. And I love it so much that it spills over to embed itself into all facets of my life. I've never thought about consciously creating beauty at work. I just selfishly invest in curating my own micro-environment, and people seem to be drawn to that. Maybe, as human beings, we're drawn to passion, to extra effort, to things that hint at others' hidden depths. Whatever it is, Those little moments of beauty at worst provide moments of respite and pleasure that are often sorely needed during the working day. But at best they provoke something more. Sometimes it's the ability to connect with colleagues, sometimes the provision of a sense of joy that stains through your day, or the mental and physical space to step back and refocus. Whatever it is, you can speak about beauty at work manifesting as clean desks that enable efficiency or affecting your aesthetic environment by putting up bunting or postcards. These things are good things, but I think it goes deeper than that. The most true beauty combines the presence of an aesthetic quality with something more. It's up to you to figure out what that more is. I'd start by asking the Father. Most of us know the impact nature has on us spiritually as we behold God's creation in all its beauty. Certainly the psalmist saw a direct connection between what was pleasing to the eye and giving glory to God. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, the skies proclaim the work of his hands, the voice of the Lord is over the waters, the God of glory thunders, The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. Psalm 29.2 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Just search the internet for images of nature and you will see how prominently the beauty around us touches the minds and hearts of all people, not just believers. 
Indeed, Paul suggests that God made us that way, that the beauty and wonder of God's creation would be the way he reveals himself. As Romans 1.20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. You can find beauty in your workplace. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. You can find beauty in your workplace. Is your workplace a beautiful place? Why or why not? Now look a bit deeper. Where can you find beauty in your workplace? Share your thoughts with God. How is it that God uses the beauty of his creation to capture your attention? And how is it that you can bring that sense of beauty into your workplace? We're not suggesting you plant a tree or bring a pot plant, although that might be appropriate for your work. But consider the kind of beauty that lifts your heart. And consider how you can help people in your workplace experience beauty like that. Imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly any new understanding about finding beauty in your workplace? God of beauty, we are amazed by your awesome creation. Lord, 
Our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. So help us to see your beauty inscribed around us. Help us to address things that are chaotic, ugly or defective. Help us to delight in making things more beautiful and drawing people's attention to you. often think of workplaces as functional, but why don't you have a look for beauty in your workplace? What is beautiful and how can you accentuate it? You may also come across things that are ugly or chaotic. How can you restore beauty? One time I was speaking at a conference and challenging the audience to name specific ways they could live out their faith in the workplace. One PhD student said the simplest thing she could do was to clean up the demountable used by the doctoral students at her university. That simple act certainly got everyone's attention. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that you can find beauty in your workplace. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Cara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canby Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, you can find beauty in your workplace.